This podcast may contain adult themes and triggering topics. Please be kind to yourself if you get triggered by what we discuss. Also, this isn't a substitute for therapy or counseling. Please listen to the appendix at the end for some of our recommendations for resources that will help you find a qualified mental health care provider. Now, we take you to a time in the near future where emotional abuse has been appropriately deemed a crime and the survivors find a home to reclaim their lives and freedom. This is Haven, and these are the stories of the Reclaimers. Professor Daniels, can I come in? Of course. Come in, come in. I'm delighted to get started. And please, call me Mycroft. My research assistants all call me Mycroft. Of course. Mycroft. (laughs) Thank you. I'm... This is such an honor. It is. And it's well-deserved, Seffi. May I call you Seffi? Oh, please. um, Mycroft. I prefer Percy. (laughs) Of course. I'm sorry. Percy. Mm. It... It's well-deserved. I don't normally consider undergrad students for my assistantships. But in this case, getting published this early, it's astonishing. Incredible. I'm blown away by your writing, your insight, your research. You're quite brilliant. Oh, please, that's too much. That paper was a team effort, and I lucked into the timing. Don't be modest. Not in here. We both know you should hear the praise. I'm so proud of you to think one of my students, my most brilliant student. Not so brilliant today. What's that? I'm confused about the um, intermittent reinforcement. Still. I know. I'm sorry I took up so much class time. I just don't get how someone could allow that to happen to them. So you don't believe me? Oh, no. I I believe you. I would never doubt your expertise. It was a joke, Sevi. Just a joke. Percy. Professor. Ah, yes, I'm sorry. I have a terrible memory problem. It really plagues me. Percy, what is it that you find so confusing? I'm sorry, Mycroft. I'm not trying to be difficult. (laughs) Of course not. You've got an incredible intellect. It's hard to imagine you having trouble grasping any concept. Thank you. That's kind. I think what I mean is how could that sort of... um, training, the gaslighting, how could it happen without someone's willing participation? That's a very insightful question. Truly impressive. Let's look at it from a different perspective. Tell me about your last breakup. What was his name? Oh, it, um, (laughs) there wasn't a, it's, um, not a him. You've never had a boyfriend? I haven't. I suppose there's no time for dating with your studies? Oh, no, it's not that. I I broke up with my last girlfriend before profe- uh, freshman year. I thought you were straight. Uh, aren't you and Mr. Soleil? Oh, no, not at all. We're friends. Just good friends. Of course. I just thought, though I can understand, the two brightest minds I've ever met <laughs> makes sense you'd gravitate to one another. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we're just friends. About the intermittent reinforcement. Of course. Um, I was referring to your last relationship to bring in a point about equality. You see, Sevi... Percy. Uh, yes, so sorry, still. Is it really so important? 
I like to build a personal relationship with each of my research assistants. I hope you can tell how much I already respect you. That's very kind, Professor. <laughs> I mean, Mycroft. <laughs> See, even you struggle to remember things. <laughs> All right, you've got me there. Sefi's uh, just a family nickname. My grandmother started it. I just really prefer Percy. Maybe not call me Sefi in front of the class. I don't want it to catch on, okay? Of course. <laughs> I would never do anything to make you uncomfortable. Thank you. I'm sorry for getting off track again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Well, actually, this whole conversation is just proving the point. It is? How? You are a very powerful person, Sefi. Extremely intelligent. You would never allow someone to invade your boundaries. You just proved that. And that's what disordered personalities are looking for. Weaker types that can be easily controlled. Okay, I think I understand. Perhaps it's not a matter of willing participation. It's a matter of... Weakness. Abusive personalities look for weakness. Got it. As far as willing participation, it's not conscious. But it's still willing. Victims simply haven't done the inner work necessary to cure their codependency. Victims willingly avoid such work and so are easily manipulated. Forgive me. It, it sounds like you're saying that if someone's being manipulated that it's their fault? Well, certainly not. Not their fault. You, you didn't let me finish. Of course. I'm sorry. <laughs> easily forgiving and nothing criminal. <laughs> not their fault, right? But they are participants. If they'd done the work, they wouldn't be a target. This is why it's so important we push patients to confront their own healing. Without a proper timeline, they'll never be motivated to do the work. Make sense? I think so. Of course, I'll do the further reading you gave us in class. Like the genius you are. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and Sefi. Yes. Welcome aboard. I'm really looking forward to someday telling the world that I had a hand in creating your long and brilliant career. Hey, it's Percy and Feeney here. What you've just heard is a work of fiction, but we know that many listeners are living in a world of pain that isn't fictional at all. At the end of every episode, we're going to include an appendix of sorts. Some things we hope will serve those who live with a reality of fear and pain every day. First, we want to let you know about our website, www.empowering.tools, where we keep an ongoing list of books, websites, hotlines, and many other resources for victims and survivors of toxic relationships. Second, we love to hear from you. If you'd like to share your story with us or let us know how the episode impacted you, we'd love for you to reach out. These are deeply emotional things, and we want to give you a chance to share. We're a small team, so an in-depth response isn't always possible, but we do read every message we receive. Third, if you're in crisis or you need to find an immediate way out, please call 800-799-7233 for the National Domestic Abuse Hotline. If your abuser is a parent or a non-romantic relationship, there are other resources we've listed on the website that are just for you. A reminder, emotional violence is still violence. You don't need to have bruises on your body to deserve help. And it's okay to feel what you're feeling when you call. Fourth, be safe. For some, getting out will take planning and time. 
If you know you need help, do what you need in order to safely get away. Lastly, we know how difficult it can be to believe there's hope on the other side of a toxic relationship. Many on our team know the devastatingly difficult steps it takes to get away from an abusive predator. But there is hope. You don't have to do it alone. If you don't have supportive family or friends, you can still find support at the hotlines we mentioned earlier or at a local hospital or shelter. Thousands of survivors have made it out. Getting out and reclaiming your freedom can be part of your story. We believe in you. We believe in your future. And, and we, we believe, believe in your, your right to that freedom. freedom.